Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 5, Episode 10, Two Times Trouble. The original air date for this episode was December 11th, 1989. It was directed by Michael Priest, and it was written by Robert Sherman, who we just had write Second Chance. Mm-hmm. So he's big on the twos, Second Chance, yeah, yeah. and Two Times Trouble. Um, why don't we discuss this episode in brief? Well, in this episode, the Phoenix Foundation is funding an anti-drug music video. Right. Um, and an old friend of MacGyver... Which it, seems to be shot at the Phoenix Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> but is actually where? Chicago or something? Yeah, it's in Chicago. Okay. Uh... But during this, uh, there's been a series of accidents with the star of the show, who's also MacGyver's old friend from school. Right. And she believes that someone is out to get her. It seems like it, if if it weren't for the whole sister element, that this would have just been a Penny Parker episode. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's similar to Cleo Rocks with the whole music video, and mm-hmm. his friend is the star of the shoot-in. Tragedies have been befalling people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Totally. Um, but so where do we start this episode? Mid music video? Yeah, we're we're already in the music video. Uh, Roxy, uh, played by uh, Audrey Landers, who I guess is actually a singer. Right. Um, and I, I don't she know. She does have sisters, but not twin sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, twisted sisters, no. Uh, <laughs> um, and I don't know, but I don't know if she was actually the one who was singing the song. I assume. Yeah. She would have. Presumably, been. yeah. Uh, it's not a great song. No, well, I mean, but it, it's an anti-drug song, so right. it's just, so it's automatically bad. Um, Same way like any Christian rock is automatically bad. Oh. <laughs> I don't think anyone would disagree with me, though. <laughs> I, honestly, like, I, I, I don't listen to enough actual music. I, you know me, my mostly video games. Mostly film and, and game games. stuff. Uh, so MacGyver and Pete are watching from the sidelines um, as they go through this. The, they pretty much go through the whole thing. And it's like a story in the video about this guy in a red jacket uh who you think is Snakeskin's jacket? I'm sure it is. <laughs> it has to be the same. It's that red leather thriller-esque jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about this guy like like seducing this girl as yeah. he, he's credited as the devil. Yeah, and speaking of Cleo Rocks, it's the same guy who played the choreographer in the oh, Okay, well there you go. Yeah. Um and uh he like seduces this girl, like supposedly as drugs, and then ties her up and throws her down a chute into a tank of water. Right. But the tank of water is meant to look like a giant bong or some kind of meth lab oh, set. Is that, is that yeah. the case? Yeah, when, when you see the wide shot, it's like it's like the bottom of a giant Erlenmeyer flask. Oh, okay. Um, but, but it could also have been a, a bong sure. of some yeah, yeah, sort. Yeah. Uh, and like, so that's like the whole, the whole song. And the, the director yells cut, and she's immediately just like upset about, with Roxy about, the way she's playing, that she doesn't have as much talent as she used to. Um, she doesn't really understand why Roxy was even cast in this, yeah. except that she's a friend of MacGyver's. We live in a higher life. life. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Eve, the director, is like yelling at Roxy about it, and Roxy just says, "You know what? I've had enough. I'm done. I'm out of here. Fire her, or I or I leave." Yeah. Uh, and they were like, "Well, obviously." anyone can sing this song that you already recorded in studio. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, wait, no, only you could record this. Yeah. So yeah. It's part I of guess it. Eve's fired. Yeah. Uh, so long, Babs Chula. Babs Chula. Oh, that's, that's Eve. That's the Eve. <laughs> yeah. Eve, the actress who plays Eve. I just really like her name. 
Babs Chula. It was like it was like Babs Chula. Why do I know that name? It's like oh yeah, <laughs> she's right the character here. in the episode. Uh, uh, while Roxy's in her trailer, she's approached by uh, Frank Rogan, who's right. her manager, and she's having a fight with him because apparently he stole a bunch of money from her. Right. Which he claims was to try to finance her previous song because uh, her voice is given out and no one wants to listen to her music. And so he had just had to promote the hell out of it. Right. But, and uh, Frank Rogan is played by Terry David Mulligan, who was the president on the Nick Fury Agent of Shields uh, special with David Hasselhoff oh, as okay, Nick Fury okay. yeah, yeah, in yeah. 1998. Um, uh, also played Nikki's brother, Danny Barrett. Oh, from okay. Fire and Ice. Danny. Yeah. Who I think gets hit by a car five seconds into his Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, gets, yeah. he immediately gets killed. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Carpenter's brother better character than nikki carpenter <laughs> sorry arguably we, we we really are harsh on nikki i'm yeah. sorry uh, mostly because of how she was written it's not really her performance yeah no yeah it's not her it's this is the the insult of what they were trying to do with the yeah. show uh so yeah frank rogan is trying to convince her to drop the case because she's apparently taken this civil dispute to the district attorney yeah <laughs> i i I guess that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is like about like royalties and stuff, but still, like, I don't think the district attorney, unless there's yeah. like a massive lawsuit against like there's like a hundred people involved in this lawsuit. Yeah, if it's I'd, class action. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he does one of those things when MacGyver comes up and sees like that he's like physically threatening her with violence. He's like, "This is none of your business. Get out of here." Has it ever worked? No. <laughs> it's just like I'm. I'm now making this your business. Come in here. Yeah. That's what he might as well have been saying. Uh, so Frank leaves and, and Roxy like just kind of like casually describes it, uh, uh, as like, Oh, you know, I'm involved in this lawsuit. It's okay. It's like, looks like he was going to kill you possibly. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, MacGyver just basically has to talk her back into doing the show. Yeah. And, uh, and Roxy's like, yeah, okay, I'll do the show. Uh, but you got to take me to dinner. Right. And, and so they head back to her place. He's like, no deal. No. (laughs) (laughs) You, you blew it lady. (laughs) Dinner. Uh, (laughs) the, the lunch of meals. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's what they call dinner. At least take me to breakfast, the most important meal of the day. Yeah. Dinner, the least important meal of the day. <laughs> uh, Roxy's place, which I thought was a hotel. Like, I thought she was, like, staying at a hotel. But I guess yeah, it's... she's just a penthouse suite of a Of, of a some building, a building yeah. yeah. Um, which, it's not a... It's a private elevator, but it's not, like, super private. Like, it takes you up to a hallway with a bunch of other suites. Right. Um... But it's, it's like, private enough that you need a special card to use. Yeah, that's true. It's not so private that the elevator just opens up into her place. Correct. Which you would think it would. Right. Based on how much money she apparently has. Yeah. Because even though she's in financial trouble now, it, it appears that she's at least had good financial times in the past that she's yeah. paid up her lease on this apartment. Um, but as they're riding the elevator up, the it comes to a grinding halt. And then we're seeing, like, from the elevator... The support cable's just coming loose and snapping. Yeah, they're snapping and unraveling in a way that I don't think a person could 
do that on purpose. I mean, obviously the prop department did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't look like there's not like an obvious way that someone sabotaged this elevator mm-hmm. so that it would it wouldn't let go of the elevator until it got to the top of the shaft. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it just looks like the uh, the cables are coming loose. Yeah. Um, and, and somehow it waited for these two people to be in the elevator. It's the extra weight. Yeah. Well, and here's the crazy part about this is that the person who's setting them up to be killed. Yeah. Like, wait, it was like, wait a minute. How is this working? Yeah. Uh, so, um, cause it doesn't make any sense later on, but I, there's a lot about this episode that doesn't make sense. But, when uh, you, when, when you know the twist and you go back to the beginning, you're like, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk happen? about that once we get to the end. But so MacGyver climbs up on top of the elevator car, uh, cause the phone to contact emergencies is, is completely dead. Right. Uh, and he sees that the cables are, are coming loose and he, and he, so he, he says, yeah, I don't think there's, are going to hold. So you better come up here too. And as they're standing there, another cable snaps. It's like, Oh, I could have like taken your arm off. Yeah, exactly. As soon as like that happened, it's like, Oh my gosh, jeez. Like the weight on these cables is, you know, the weight of an elevator. Yeah. This and is like, when it snaps and releases, that should be like shooting up like a, like if someone this pulled. is ghost ship yeah like the, this is the the opening scene of ghost ship yeah uh, so you need to be careful man um, so they grab onto some like piping and like just lining of the elevator shaft even though in a later shot we see that there is a ladder yeah they could just climb onto that ladder because there's always a ladder in an elevator shaft uh, but no they climb up onto some precarious pipes and then the elevator finally drops and uh, crashes down on the ground yeah now. They are perfectly safe. I think for the most part, an elevator wouldn't be able to free fall completely down an elevator shaft that way. I think it would jam in place, or uh, there's like fail safes that would prevent it from yeah, dropping. Yeah, it's that true. Um, the the like if it was a really old elevator, maybe, but it seems like a newer building. Yeah, but again, all that could have been sabotaged. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but yeah, there usually are like some kind of secure breaks yeah. that that hold an elevator that just basically clamp onto the shaft. Uh, oh, I was reading about, um, you know, the story about how someone flew a plane into the Empire State Building like a long time ago. Okay. I think it was like in the like 40s. It was like a Cessna. Like. Yeah, it was like super foggy and the guy flew the plane into. Yeah. But there were multiple people on the plane that were all killed. There were a number of people that were killed in the Empire State Building. But pieces of the plane went into the building through several walls and cut the elevator lines. Oh, jeez. And there was a woman in the elevator that dropped like 70 stories. And survived. Ugh. She broke like a crap load of bones, but she survived the drop in the elevator. I was Jeez. just reading about it the other day. It's insane. I, actually, I think it was like a World War II kind of plane, wasn't it? I think it was. I, it, think, like, it was a, I think it was a bomber. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking it was, a, it was like a small plane until you said how long ago it was. Yeah. But I think I remember that story as like it was like some kind of World War II. Yeah. If I can find plane. the story, I'll post it on the, on the show notes. But yeah. yeah. That's crazy though. Like, because... One, you have to realize that you're in the middle of New York City flying a plane. Yeah, and what are the chances of pieces of the plane literally flying through walls and cutting the elevator that, Yeah, that, that's Final Destination yeah, stuff. That, like, yeah, that's like you escaped death re- earlier and this was coming. Yeah. And then you did it again. Yeah. Like, just never get in an elevator again. Take the stairs. Um, so, here's Roxy and MacGyver. They're perfectly safe clinging to pipes. Yeah. Like... like MacGyver could have wrapped her belt around them so they, in case they, their hands get tired or they slipped. Yeah. Um, 
wait for someone to come and help you. Yeah. Because the elevator doors that are nearby are like bolted shut. Um, someone heard that elevator crash. Yeah. Because it went the whole way to the bottom of the shaft. Yeah. Someone heard it. Someone other person who's going to live in that penthouse suite is going to come by and say, hey, the elevator's not working. Yeah, because we've established that you're not the only people that live at the top floor. Right. And again, someone heard that crash. Yeah. Uh, so why they would risk cl- free climbing yeah. up two floors and then climbing over to the – and hoping that they can open the penthouse elevator door? Yeah. Um, or instead – I mean, I would have wanted to climb down. Yeah. I would think climbing down would be yeah. the better option. Reduce the risk of falling from an even higher height. Yeah. Um, yeah, but instead, yeah. So their plan is now to free climb up. Uh, and all this time, like, I'm actually on pins and needles this whole time. Yeah. Like, oh, she's going to die. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, this is going to be the thing. Like, it's another girlfriend yeah, of MacGyver. Like Widowmaker. <laughs> yeah. And because MacGyver crawls over first to the penthouse door and, like, he steps on, like, some kind of power junction box. That immediately snaps off. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the whole time she could not look less interested in what yeah. they're doing. Like she's not scared. She's just kind of like, okay, I guess I'll step over here now. Yeah. I guess I'll step out. And she's really not in climbing gear. Yeah. Like she's she's not in like high heels, but they're like thicker boots that have like a higher than normal heel. They're not flat. Yeah. Um, and there's like all these weird rebar, like things spikes sticking out of the wall for them to kind of climb across on yeah so macgyver makes it to the elevator shaft first now she's climbing over and the whole time i'm like oh god this is gonna gonna fall um but then she makes it i was like okay i guess i guess everything's all right and like now they need to call like the police and stuff like that nope nope doesn't call anybody and they're so bored when they walk into her room that they're just like she's just like ugh. I know who did this. My sister, Carla. That's my sister. She totally did this. It's like, Ugh, what? So, so angry at her. Like, we both almost just died. Like, we should be freaking out and calling the police right now. And how would Carla know to sabotage an elevator? I mean, I would go up and, and also, like... I mean, we're going to have to come back to this. <laughs> but why would you implicate Carla? <laughs> like, what is the point of, like, calling out Carla at all or mentioning her in any way yeah. in this whole episode? Uh. And so, yeah, so she, she says that, that Carla is responsible. And the next scene is MacGyver, you know, again, he doesn't have his Jeep because he's they're in a foreign city. Mm-hmm. Uh, just drives up to this house and just walks in the back door and then comes up to the back door slider and sees Carla. And now Carla is Roxy's twin sister. Right. But uh, they're Who identical. doesn't mind people breaking into her home yeah, via the, the back entrance. They're identical twins. So, of course, uh, Audrey Landers is playing both characters. Yeah. Um, well, not of course. There could have been twins playing these parts. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But it, but for the purposes of the episode. And to it, save money on the production. Yeah. They're, they're parent trapping. They're <laughs> they parent found trapping a, they found a woman who actually had a twin, but they decided that they couldn't afford both of them. So she just played <laughs> both parts. <laughs> uh, when she would get tired, they would, go, they would use the other one. <laughs> That'd be great if there was a scene with both of them in it, and they just used the twin sister for the non-speaking one at all times, <laughs> so she didn't have any lines, so they didn't have to pair. Or, or they did that really bad editing where you have like that scene line, so you could tell that they're not really in the same yeah. room, even though she has a twin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a Linda Hamilton scenario. Uh, does Linda, Linda Hamilton have a twin? Yeah, she has an identical twin. Really? Yeah, in Terminator Two, when 
T-1000 turns into Linda Hamilton. That's her twin sister. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Because they, because they use the other set of twins. Yeah. For that other scene. The in guard. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. I never knew that. <laughs> um, that's why that scene looks so good. You're like, where's the seam? Oh, there isn't a seam because there's uh, two Linda Hamiltons. Gosh darn it, Cameron. Why, why, why did you give up and just do everything CG? Yeah. You were so good. If you good had at... to pick a franchise to waste the rest of your career on, why couldn't it have been Terminator? Yeah. You have to keep making Avatar movies that no one is clamoring for. Yeah. Um, so uh, Carla is, of course, explaining to MacGyver that like, her sister was in a mental institution and that's why she's like got all this crazy paranoia about people trying to kill her. Yeah. And, um, but she also runs through a list of crazy accidents that have happened to Roxy. Like her brakes went out. Um, uh, and like, uh, something, something happened on the stage and it was like, yeah. And, and that she's blaming all of this on Carla. Yeah. Uh, and so of course, like, now you have like MacGyver's got like these conflicting information, and of course the additional information that Roxy was in a mental institution. Right. And they kept it quiet. They, she says. So Mac, she had a breakdown. Yeah. So again, the logistics of this episode don't make sense as we will come as we get to the twist. Yeah. Because now MacGyver immediately goes back to Roxy's trailer, and uh, uh, and uh, and we see Frank in like just just coming out of the trailer and looking around suspiciously and leaving. Yeah. And, uh, what's his name? Frank red herring. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, Roxy is already on the set with Pete and, and Roxy's really upset with MacGyver for having talked to Carla about what was going on. Even though she pointed him in Carla's direction, mm-hmm. shouldn't have brought up Carla at all. Yeah. And she's saying that Ro- Carla is jealous of Roxy because of the nature of her relationship with MacGyver. Right. Because they dated in high school or whatever. Right. But obviously MacGyver was attracted to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so why be jealous? Yeah. It's, 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 you're both equally appealing. <laughs> um, so once again, we get the music video to trim some time off of this episode. Yeah, save us, <laughs> save us the writing of more pages of dialogue. Um, but Eve really likes Roxy's new take on the song. It's like, oh yeah, you're, you're doing you're doing much better this time. Um, MacGyver casually asks Pete to pull some strings with the foundation so that he can get to talk to someone at the Pine Valley Institution. I don't know why the Phoenix Foundation needs to pull strings to do that. I think yeah. you could just go over there and talk to them. Um, but I guess like the Phoenix Foundation has their fingers in many pies. Yes. Um, so uh, after the music video, uh, Frank is seen coming into Roxy's apartment. But now he's saying, hey, Roxy, are you here? And you just hear Roxy's voice from the bathroom. Oh, yeah, hi, Frank. Make yourself a drink and we'll talk. Yeah. And Frank's all, well, I'm glad you reconsidered you know, this lawsuit thing. Uh, do you have that evidence for me, it's like, yeah, it's on the table. Uh, Outside on the balcony. Yeah, go out on the terrace. I'll meet you out there. And so Frank, like, eagerly, like, starts reading through this manila folder full of documents. Yeah. And gets really close to the edge. And that's when we see Carla approach him from behind, grab his legs. Yeah. And flip him up over the edge of the... Yeah. And it's a crazy fall. Like, it's not a dummy. It's a... It's, yeah. It's, it's a guy falling off a building. Um... 
And she just and they looks... show him hit the ground and just explode. No. Yeah, yeah. That part didn't happen. Um, but they do show him on the ground with yeah. just blood, yeah, splattered blood from his but face. But they don't show him hit. They didn't actually call anyone to make this episode. Um, and so now Carla is like pretty much like, yep, yep she's crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> she's the crazy one. And we cut immediately to, to MacGyver being at the scene, right? Yeah, MacGyver's at the scene with Pete. The police uh, have just finished questioning Roxy, who was apparently out at her morning workout session at a gym. Right. She where, came home with all of her like gym exercise clothes on. gear yeah. on. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so MacGyver is like talking to her, and she says, "Because they everyone thinks Frank killed himself after seeing the evidence against him." Yeah. By jumping off of a building. Yeah. It's like, well, that's it for me. It's like, this, <laughs> it's like the scene in the IT crowd. Do you ever see that show? Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, so when the guy, like, he's like, the police are here to talk to you. He's like, tilt them up, we'll be right out. And he just gets up, goes up to the window, and just jumps, jumps out. out. <laughs> uh, that was when they switched over to the other boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just so great. Uh, yeah, so Roxy is like, no, is saying there's no way Frank killed himself. Carla killed him. And uh, it's like, she is really just laying hard into Carla. Yeah. And Carla's the key. Like she, and oh, and cause MacGyver says, how did she get up here? One of the elevators broken. There's no way they fixed that elevator already. Yeah. <laughs> Two, how did all of us get up here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she says, Carla has a key to the elevator. It's like, doesn't matter. <laughs> the elevator's broken. There's no way they fixed the elevator already. Um, uh, because apparently Carla uses the, the penthouse now and then. Yeah. When Roxy's out. Yeah. But does Carla clearly has her own place in the area. Yeah. Uh, she's so, also bonkers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Mac heads down to the mental hospital to talk to Dr. Farrell, who was in right. charge of, of the care of, uh, of, uh, Ms. Yates, as right. he refers to. Yeah. As, and, um, and, the doctor is played by Dana Still, who is actually he played the doctor in uh, Murderer's Sky. Oh, okay. That was like taking care of the grandfather. So maybe the same guy. Yeah, <laughs> who yeah. Knows? yeah. It works at a mental hospital and a regular hospital. Um, so he's telling Mackie is like, oh yeah, you know, she was in here. She had a lot of paranoia, um, but her sister came in and visited her a lot, and it was really helpful to her. And then the guy was like, yeah, okay, all this checks out. And then Doctor Farrell lets it slip. He's like. Yeah, that, that Roxy was sure a good sister to Carla. Like, wait, wait, who are we talking wait, about? Wait, who's the patient and who is the, uh, uh, the sister, the great sister? The patient was Carla. Or, no, the patient was Roxy. No, the patient was Carla. Carla said that Roxy was the patient. Carla said Roxy was the patient. But Dr. Farrell was saying that oh, okay. Carla right, right, was right. the patient. Um, See, I got him mixed up even. Yeah, yeah. So now, now MacGyver's all, well, wait a minute. So MacGyver heads back to Carla's place with this new information and starts looking at some of her paintings. And apparently she painted a painting of a woman rock climbing. And then when MacGyver... And an identical woman. Yeah, an identical woman hanging from a rope. So let me, let me paint this picture for you, uh, listeners. This was clearly a painting already of a painting of a woman climbing rocks. Yes. And then they just casually added a line of someone else hanging from her line. Cause it doesn't yeah. match the woman's pose where she's up on the rocks. Doesn't match like a woman struggling to hold on. Yeah. And the person that's hanging at the bottom of the line seems smaller than yeah. the person. That's it, hanging it looks on like a rocks. child. Yeah. Uh, 
And so MacGyver has to, for some reason, has to take apart a camera to get a closer look at the painting. Yeah. Because um, he can't just hold it closer to his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminds I, me of Thief of Budapest when he had like, was it Thief of Budapest where he's at the gypsies room and he's like, yeah, he puts the he alcohol takes the hairpin the... and he's like, I can't read these names until I make my crappy magnifier. MacGyver magnifier. No, I can see the names very clearly. It's like, oh, it's much easier to read where I'm not obscuring it with my magnifying glass. Because it's very unusual for a watch face to have a whole bunch of random writing yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. But I, I'll admit it was genuinely creepy to notice that this other character has a knife to the rope yeah. and is cutting themselves loose. Mm -hmm. um, but somehow this everything clicks in MacGyver's head and he totally yeah. knows what this means. I had no idea. Well, um, we're getting little bits of uh, previous dialogue. Yeah. Um, and they do it in a weird way because uh, usually they would show the past conversations yeah. rather than just hearing them. Because MacGyver just keeps hearing the dialogue about... Uh, like when they were climbing the elevator shaft and MacGyver was all, oh, you've been practicing your climbing. Um, and Carla saying, oh, Roxy, wish I could have gotten Roxy back into climbing. She could have been really great. Um, and then like just stuff about like the the doctor at the hospital and Roxy's voice not being as good as it used to be. Yeah. So MacGyver lifts a print off of one of uh, Carla's jars of paint. Right. And he lifts it with some kind of powder I guess it's some kind of a dried out paint that you didn't yeah. get to mix. I don't know, but he gets a print and he does what he should have done in Halloween, the, nights. And Halloween nights where he lifts it with a piece of scotch tape. That's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so meanwhile, Roxy is just finishing another recording session at the shoot and she's with Pete. Oh, they're at the blue screen. That's right. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, and Pete, Pete's like, so, so this... what is this blue screen thing, huh? <laughs> this is going to be more expensive, right? No, it's going to be less expensive. Less expensive. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it, Pete. Yeah. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah, Pete's being really extra goofy. Uh, Although, in his defense, they haven't used much blue screen on this show. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just like... The last time we used it, I think, was uh, was Ceasefire. Ceasefire, yeah, when he's yeah. hanging over the gondola. Yeah. Gondola. Gondola, please. <laughs> Let's get it right. Uh, so as they finish uh, rapping, as they say, as Pete says. Right. Uh, he knows all the terminology. Mm, he's, he's in the business. Uh, Roxy, as they call it. <laughs> uh, Roxy spots Carla? Question mark. It's clearly a man. Yeah. But Roxy goes, is that Carla? And hey, Carla, goes, I got to talk to you. Yeah. Follows Carla out. Yeah. Quote, unquote, Carla. Yeah, so Pete just kind of goes, oh, oh, okay. So uh, as Mac arrives at the studio, uh, he goes into Roxy's trailer, which, of course, is empty because she's following Carla. Right. Um, and now he gets another fingerprint, but instead of getting it off the handle of a mirror where where you grip something. Where you hold a mirror, he gets it off of the face of the mirror. Yeah, like like apparently like Car uh, just caressing her own yeah, reflection. Yeah, just like slamming her fingerprints onto it <laughs> but at first i now you know what now now that i think back that's probably what happened because as roxy follows carla and can't find her roxy ends up back at her her makeup station and looks just, at her own reflection and just starts palming her reflection <laughs> in the mirror so this clearly is a thing that she does normally yeah macgyver's taking note of it didn't, yeah didn't wasn't concerned at all <laughs> Cause, cause you know what I noticed is every time she sees the mirror, she just sort of slaps at it. 
Roxy's like touching her reflection and going, Carla, why are you doing this to me? Um, so Pete enters the now the trailer looking for Mac, and Mac shows him the two fingerprints that he's lifted. Now, one from Carla's jar and one from Roxy's mirror, and they're identical. Yeah. So MacGyver shows Pete the two fingerprints that he's lifted, and they're identical. Right. Apparently he was good enough to get the exact same finger. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> That's true. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. It's just like, ah, crap. Is there are either two different people or she uses a different hand to palm her <laughs> reflection <laughs> that she does to drink out of paint cans. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what's wrong with her. Uh, but Pete says that uh, identical twins don't have identical fingerprints. Right. And is that true? That I, is true. I mean, that's crazy. Um, they're not identical then. I know. Screw I, that. This is definitely a misnomer. Um, it would be really funny if like this twist came about and it's like, oh my gosh, they're both the same person. And then she's like, how did you figure it out? And he was just like, you guys weren't identical twins. <laughs> <laughs> you should have looked like a different person. Yeah. I knew it was you the whole time. Uh, so uh, Mac has called, uh, has Pete called Dr. Farrell while he goes and looks for Roxy. Right. But he finds Carla instead. Shocker. <laughs> and, and he goes, and she's like, MacGyver, I can't find Roxy. And MacGyver's all, well, Roxy's gone away. Well, at this point, though, he still doesn't know which one is which. Right. But at this point, it's irrelevant. Yeah. He knows that there's one and that she's crazy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really make a difference which one it was. Yeah. But I think he assumes that it's it's Carla because of the whole voice. The painting. The painting and the voice going out. Right. Yeah. And and he's all, yeah, Roxy's gone away. And she's all, gone away? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it took me a while to figure it out kind of thing. Like, But uh, Roxy's voice hasn't been what it used to be. Inconsistencies with her behavior. Um, and like she said, Roxy's never been that good of a climber. And Carlos, no, Roxy's a good climber. Not that good. Not yeah. professional good. Yeah. And then he confronts her then on the painting. Yeah. And And here's where it gets real in the sense that Carla and Roxy went mountain climbing Roxy slipped and was pulling Carla over. And Carla was trying to support herself. Yeah. But then Roxy knew that she wasn't going to make it, and so she cut herself loose. Yeah, she, Roxy cut herself loose. Now, I wonder if this wasn't something that was originally intended as a plot point in The Widowmaker mm. when Mike cuts herself or when Mike she falls. falls. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a chance that that was the situation where she lost her grip. And MacGyver was trying to lift her up the mountain. Yeah. And she was like, no, no, I can't let you do this for me. And then cut mm. the thing loose. But then they were worried about it looking like she was committing suicide. Yeah. And so they were. Especially because of the emotional. After, yeah, yeah. After having been turned down when she like was trying to date him. Yeah. And so then they were like, okay, let's just have it be an accident. And she mm -hmm. has no control over it at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it didn't, it didn't matter. It's not Murdoch's fault, even though he's in this episode. <laughs> it's not yeah. Nikki's fault. Oh, yeah. Murdoch's in this episode. Yeah. They just tried to. As, as much as they could just make it look like a complete uninvolved accident because they didn't want it to look like this woman was yeah. killing herself after having been rejected. So so Roxy died, and apparently Carla didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, and so she just she pretended. She started clocking in for both of them. Yeah. Um, which So now we look back. Why was Carla trying to kill Roxy? Why, why did she sabotage the elevator? That's the problem is that it starts out as like a dress to kill situation, but then it just devolves into 
Well, it doesn't matter because she's crazy. Yeah. Every, everything she does can be just explained away with, oh, she was crazy. Of oh, the craziness. Yeah. Cause, because it made no sense for her to try to kill yeah. Roxy. If AKA, you didn't want someone to figure out that you were playing both of these people, yeah. then why did you tell MacGyver that Carla was trying to kill you this whole time? Yeah. Why did you repeat that over and over? Why were you trying to kill yourself? Yeah. Why did you set up the elevator so that you and MacGyver would die? Like, none of it makes any sense. Right. None of it makes any sense. And also, the fact that she keeps having to drive back and forth like crazy. And redo her hair every time. Yeah. It's all frizzy when she's on the set. And then when it's all like tied back and straight when she's at home. Um, She's also paying two mortgages, presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One with paintings and one with bad singing. Well, maybe the the place, Roxy's place was all paid up. Yeah, maybe. but here's my problem. Well, another problem I have with this is that MacGyver's saying it's not your fault, Carla. Yeah. And you know what? I agree. It's Roxy's fault. You should not have gone mountain climbing with a woman who just got released from a mental institution. Yeah. I like, think that's both of their faults. I was like, why would you do that? Yeah. Clearly, like, someone who's not, like, mentally stable shouldn't be doing extreme sports. Yeah. That- also, why did she kill uh, Frank? Uh, because Frank was gonna, cause she's crazy. Cause she's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy. Yeah. Everything is the craziness. But they try to explain it all the way. Like, no, no, no. You just have a problem and we're gonna, we're gonna get you help. But it's yeah. like, no, she's a psychotic she's murderer. Yeah. Also, no, Roxy, she says, no, Roxy's still alive. I'm not going to let you kill her. Yeah. So she hits MacGyver and then ties him up and then drops him Throws down him in the tank in the in the water tank so put attempted murder on there also yeah um and uh spoiler alert he doesn't die in this scene yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean can you get charged for attempted murder and murder because you did if, attempt- you, if it was a successful attempt <laughs> <laughs> is it a double jeopardy situation <laughs> we're charging you for attempted murder and, and successful murder. completion of the <laughs> That's true. Everyone who gets charged with murder should also be charged with attempted murder. <laughs> and conspiracy to commit murder. And conspiracy, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so MacGyver's like bound up in this straitjacket, which we also assume has weights, because there's no reason like he can't hit the... Because his tank's maybe got five to six feet of water in it. Yeah. Um, he could have just gotten to his feet and jumped up. Even if he sank back down, he would at least be able to keep get, catching breaths. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, the tank's got all these water bubble pipes in it, yeah. and he's able to just kind of like suck on the pipe to get some air. Yeah, when the the actress earlier got dumped in, there was like a scuba guy waiting there just out of right. shot to like swim in and help her. She's an and she was an actual stunt woman, like all of yeah, the yeah, parts yeah. are stunt stuff. I think she was the stunt person for Jessica Alba in the Fantastic Four. Oh, really? Movies, which was oh. like one of her like highlighted. How unfortunate her. for her. Yeah. <laughs> She's really good at being invisible during stunts. Uh, no, because that movie's terrible. Oh, that too. Um, so MacGyver breaks an underwater light uh, and then uses the glass to just cut himself to ribbons. Which, yeah. No, no, he uses it to cut him, his he bindings just, loose. He like, slits his wrist. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, on purpose. He's just like, all right, well, I don't want to drown. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a fate worse than death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's able to cut himself loose. Meanwhile, Carla walks up to the mirror and says, I'm going to be with you now, Roxy, and pulls out a gun. Apparently, she also has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and loads it, which she's smart enough to not keep it loaded. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, and apparently her makeup artist never noticed that when she goes to get makeup from the drawer that there's a gun and bullets. And uh, and she's gonna kill herself, but she's pointing the gun really far away from her face. Almost like this. She's like read stories about like the set of the crow. Yeah. Or like all these other movies where people accidentally kill themselves. She's like, I'm not even willing to pretend to point this at myself. Yeah. It's it's really awkward. I almost felt like they should have shown like a visage or vision vision of a uh, Roxy behind her. Yeah. And like that's why she's pointing the gun behind her. Yeah. But I think it's more like what you're saying. Like I think they they just the actress. I don't want to do this. I can we not point the gun at me? I like shoot it from a different angle but they didn't they succeed. didn't they didn't even shoot it at an angle where it would look like it was pointed yeah at yeah yeah so i didn't quite get what was going on here but macgyver once again talks her down yeah and uh as he is wont to do yeah um and uh she finally says to macgyver my sister's dead yeah and macgyver probably should have said yeah where's the body yeah because <laughs> I'm sure it's still at the bottom of the mountain. Yeah, it's, we're, it's with Murdoch. Yeah, it's and on Mike. top of Murdoch and underneath Mike, or vice versa. <laughs> uh, and once again, we get a very bittersweet ending to this episode, where not only is MacGyver's childhood friend and early crush dead, as all of MacGyver's women are. Yeah. Uh, but Carla's like institutionalized for life now. Right. She's not getting out because yeah. she killed a man. Yeah. Uh, and she tried to kill other people and cause property damage. And she tried to kill the man that she successfully killed. Yeah. <laughs> which is an additional charge we've decided. Um, but she's back at Pine Valley under the care of Dr. Farrell. And Did you notice that? That it's now it's Pine Valley? It used to be two Pines Valley before oh, twin Pines she Valley? killed her twin. <laughs> <laughs> that was Lone Pine Valley. <laughs> that was Lone Pine Valley. <laughs> That's not true. That's a Bank of the Future reference. Yeah. Uh, your kids are going to love it. <laughs> another one uh she says her goodbye to macgyver because i'm assuming macgyver says he's going to come back and visit her but i don't think that he is yeah uh if macgyver came back and visited all the people he promised to visit like back in the first season we got like trumbo yeah the whole, the the whole, gold whole triangle show would game. be devoted to him revisiting people <laughs> uh you know and she she asked for him to smile one last time before she presumably goes to her cell to kill herself yeah um, and that's the end of the episode. It's, it's just like this. It's really sad. Like yeah. this episode, last week's episode. It's sad, and there's really only two characters in the episode: MacGyver and a crazy woman. Yeah. Whose motivations are blurry at best, mm-hmm. and whose actions are completely ill-defined and don't really follow one another. Like they're they're trying so hard to make you think that the story is one thing that none of the actions that she takes make any sense. Right. And it just kind of doesn't work. It unravels. And it can, like you said, it can only be explained away by the crazy. Yeah. There's too many, too many questions that the episode brings up where the answer is, well, she's crazy. So you can't really, I mean, nobody knows why crazy people do what they do. Yeah. And it's like, okay, then there's, then there's only one character in this episode whose actions follow logically from his decisions. Pete. <laughs> exactly. He's concerned about the budget for the music video. Right. Uh, and he doesn't get enough screen time. Yeah. Uh, I I have to say though I did like this episode. Yeah. Um, I mean I, I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't see the ending coming because it was written in such a way that you wouldn't you couldn't, see you, yeah, couldn't you couldn't possibly see have guessed it because they they set out so many red herrings that mm-hmm. it's like 
nonsense. But um, but I still did get like sort of creeped out when they go and zoom in on the painting and it's like, oh, this person's killing themselves yeah. right here. That's pretty dark. Um, and she painted it. Yeah. But as far as the character motivations not making any sense, I, I feel like it's kind of a cheat for the writers to be like, all right, nothing, yep. nothing in this episode really matters because everything that happened was just at the whims of a crazy person. Yeah, what, what, what would have happened if MacGyver wasn't in that elevator and Roxy slash Carla falls to her death? Yeah. Is that the end of the plan? I mean, yeah. like, I don't understand what... What if she had crashed the car that she cut the brakes on? Yeah. Like, did she not know that she cut the brakes? Was she so in tune with the, the Roxy character that she portrays? Yeah. She doesn't even know she's setting traps for herself? And and are, are there... Th- you know what? There are three. There there's are three, three personalities. Because there's, there's Roxy, <gasps> there's Carla, and there's Roxy's vision of Carla that's trying to kill Roxy. And there's Carla's vision of Roxy that she's portraying. Yeah. When she goes to play Roxy. So there, there's there's layers here, and that's the only other way like you can explain it. Yeah. Is that there's a third incarnation that we never meet? That's Roxy's idea of Carla, like like Mal in uh, in Inception. Yeah. Where she's evil and obsessive because he's obsessing about what he did to her. Yeah. Um. Uh. So uh, it's it's an unrealistic, untrue version. Right. But I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts you want to share with us, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast or our website, PhoenixFoundationPodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 5, Episode 11, The Madonna. Uh also, though, important to note, that's our last episode of the 80s. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That means that next week, MacGyver's going to have a nice slim cell phone. Mm-hmm. He's going to sh- cut that mullet off. He's going he's gonna to sign into his Prodigy account. Yeah. He's going to start checking his email. Electronic mail. He's going to get an Uber. Am I skipping ahead? <laughs> You're going too far. You're too far. Come back. Okay. Um, he won't get an Uber. So tune in next week. Yep. Thank you for listening. Thanks.